0: Is it safe now <laughs> welcome to go bigger go Decom. i'm cece Chicconi. i'm kelsey bowman and kelsey what did we watch this week let it shine let it shine let it shine yeah we we sure did and um i i i don't know where to start with this one i guess we could start in church because that's kind of where we can
1: start in church with and i just want to say another star-studded cast we have yeah. our main character. I didn't realize this is Tyler James William, who is currently starring in Abbott Elementary as Mr. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Um, awesome. He Trevor was also, Jackson.
0: He was in Everybody Hates Chris as well. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Trevor Jackson is his friend Chris. Trevor Jackson has been in blackish for like six seasons. Yeah. Um, Brandon Michael Smith is one of our antagonists, and he was on Sunny with a Chance and so random. Oh, interesting. And then Coco Jones, who plays Roxy, our main uh female lead and love interest, well, she was thirteen when filming this.
0: That's unbelievable. It, that well, now I feel weird because um, she's she, beautiful and
1: doesn't look thirteen.
0: Well, and Tyler James Williams was twenty. Was yeah. So, it, it, it is a weird. And, and Trevor Jackson was <laughs> eighteen, so it is
1: very odd that she is there. They don't. No one ever kisses. No, which is probably don't. part of why she's 13
0: fair enough isn't um, that
1: she's anywho she um is playing hillary banks in the new peacock bel-air
0: oh interesting i haven't watched so, that. so like, like yet.
1: it's a lot go- i haven't seen it either but there's a lot <laughs> going on
0: yeah i mean th- this movie's 2012
1: oh Callie and chloe bailey are here they're just in the choir in the background <laughs> like that's the little mermaid
0: yeah yeah so
1: that was just crazy like when i saw her singing in the first scene so in the first scene we're in church
0: mm-hmm. and i i will say this just uh, just before we really get get into it this does not feel like a decom not
1: all. at all i thought it felt maybe like something that would be on abc family
0: I I think so. I I could see ABC Family, but I don't think ABC Family really did original movies. They didn't really do original movies, but that's um, just
1: the. It felt like an ABC Family show. Like maybe we were watching like what yeah. was that show with the deaf kids? Or it was much um, higher did. quality. Fosters. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. It it was it was much higher quality than like not the like goofy little stuff that like we're used to like right this was some good stuff um and i think one of the big things i know when we um when we did full court miracle i mentioned that i couldn't think of a decom that involved christianity at all and this is interesting because let it shine is very
1: much does
0: very much when i
1: really i heard the name and then learned that he was a rapper i Mm -hmm. thought oh like we'll probably sing gospel music
0: yeah well let's we can dive right in that it it opens up our opening scene is at the baptist church um where our lead cyrus is in charge of the choir and so it kind of starts you have his dad preaching a little bit and then the choir uh starts singing a song and they're wearing like their original choir robes and whatnot and then at one point they end up like ripping off their choir robes and uh cyrus is all into it you know kind of jamming and mm-hmm. his dad is just like so mad his dad's the pastor just
1: so, standing there
0: just standing there and he's like you know this has no place in the church uh I, and, and like you could just get the sense that his dad just like despises rap music and it's funny because whenever his dad preaches <laughs> throughout the movie that's like all that he's preaching about right (laughs) it's a very
1: anti-hip-hop center in atlanta it's based in atlanta 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 is like the home of hip-hop to some extent
0: so i have some experience um not i have some experience in with southern baptist churches and i have some experience in black catholic churches but i don't have any experience with like black protestant churches. Uh, but the music in black churches is always kind of bumping, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. sad and solemn like and even the songs that are slow, they, you know, are clapping along and whatnot. Um. So like it didn't feel weird, like it, it wasn't like, I don't know, it didn't seem out of place, at least in the opening sequence, uh, the song. No, that they, it, that they it felt
1: very much like so we talked about in Zapped, how our main character was played by Zendaya. Mm -hmm. They didn't go in. There's no, like, Black experience part of that film. This film, even though they didn't discuss being Black, it really felt like the film was about, because it was. Almost every character is Black. It really felt, like, Mm -hmm. more about the Black experience. You couldn't just have swapped them all out with white people and had the same story.
0: Very much so. And I think it was this idea that, like, rap equals um, gangster. Rap equals hoodlum. Like, Mm -hmm. rap equals... You know someone who is you know not on the right path (laughs) um and of course like rap is just music like there's (laughs) that's all that it is it's it's just words um but what it reminded me of was my uh i have an aunt and her family is southern baptist and she homeschooled and once i was like flipping through like their biology book or whatever and in the biology book it said that like hard rock music uh you know hits the same part of your brain as porn and so like <laughs> like it's impossible to listen to rap music or to hard rock music um you know and and live a sinless life but um, what
1: else hits that part of the brain like probably Doritos sugar too probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right
0: yeah but that that's very much what it reminded me of um right off the bat cuz his dad is just like no like rap has, mm-hmm.
1: like right cuz he said like i wrote it about so the next scene we're at home his dad saying i don't approve we learned his his dad is the pastor and his he says i didn't write the rap about anything i wrote it about christianity it's a christian rap right. that's what and his dad says all rap is bad Uh, Right, case Uh, closed. Yeah,
0: that's it. Um, so from the very beginning, you know, like, okay, this kid, if he wants to pursue his dreams, is going to have to do it without his parental support. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. They they portray him, um, him being Cyrus as my nephew's name is Cyrus, by the way.
1: Cute. Thanks. (laughs) He's Um, named Cyrus because this is like a Cyrano de Bovniac. I don't know French, um, story, which is where, you know, yeah. a a character and his friend are both into a girl. He his friend, you know, he speaks for his friend and makes them fall in love and then but the girl doesn't realize who's actually talking. It's a trope now. But that was the original name of the play. So everyone has similar to the names of the people in the play. It's Roxanne in the play, so we have Roxy, Roxanna. I think it's Christopher defer in the play, so we have Chris. Keep going. <laughs>
0: fun well, facts. I, I just I think it's interesting that they portray Cyrus as like shy and nerdy and like yes, he has
1: very basic clothing he just is never in like a get up like in just, other he's disney channel a movies kid. He's
0: a yeah. kid. like i, I don't he, know <laughs> i was like i wouldn't have characterized him as shy or nerdy unless everyone wasn't saying it every other
1: word no, right throughout <laughs> the movie he keeps being like she wants to be with chris chris is so popular and attractive and i'm like is Chris any more attractive than you? You're both decent looking guys. You're not like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Cyrus, which we're obviously right because now in um, Abbott Elementary, he's supposed to be like the very cute Mr. Eddie. Right, yeah
0: it's just, it's on, Cyrus! <laughs> it's so funny it,
1: yeah so, it's not like one of those movies where they have to repeatedly be like she's so ugly look at her right. glasses
0: <laughs> exactly four eyes yeah he doesn't exactly. he doesn't even wear glasses in this movie. no
1: he's just a very attractive guy
0: <laughs> so um so he he works at a club which is interesting he's a busboy mm-hmm. um and the club's called off the street and they are holding like a, a competition, a little bit. Rap battles. Rap battles, um, which I have been in multiple times in my life.
1: Have you? I have. Can you, can you freestyle something? Right you don't now?
0: Have to. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. You don't have to.
1: Maybe next time. Oh. Maybe practice for a week.
0: Yeah. Then- well, but, but I want to say.
1: I wanna say so well, you have to freestyle like you have to it's like a trait that you acquire. Like, right, you can't yeah. like, juggling, I gotta get it. You the, can the... juggle. You I also can juggle. <laughs> you have so many talents.
0: Dang. I don't know oh that the rapping's gosh. a talent.
1: I heard from a listener that okay. they were like, it does not seem like you two like each other. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just very blunt. Like last episode you said, Did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show? And I said, No. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say like who was in it, how was it, or anything like
0: that. <laughs> we're not the same. We're not the same.
1: We are very, very good friends. I'm gonna stay at Cece's house next month for two nights. Yeah, so, so
0: fun, and now it's clean.
1: So, but I just thought that was so fun to hear. <laughs> it is. So funny. we're at the we're at the club.
0: <laughs> we're at the club. Um, yeah, and there's gonna be these rap battles, and it's kind of like all under, like there's this famous. Female hip hop artist. I guess she's a rapper.
1: Mm-hmm. Rapper. She seems artist. to be a local. She's more hip hop. than I think she's yeah. very much based off of a Nicki Minaj style of mm. hip hop rap. She wears very outlandish costumes that actually um, like become a sticking point for her throughout the film and yeah. things like yeah. That. And I
0: mean, and her name's Roxy. Mm-hmm. Roxy, just like Chicago. And um, yeah, so so she's everybody loves her everybody loves her i think she's awesome everybody yeah he loves can. her
1: so chris raps in he loses his rap battle in this scene but he does rap at the club and we learn cyrus is writing his raps which they don't really go into it but it's very controversial in the rap community for Ooh. you to rap things you did not write yourself
0: interesting
1: and uh it's very looked down upon I didn't and then um yeah so we learn cyrus is writing chris's raps chris raps there's another rapper lord of the bling and he wins that rap battle he comes back later but yes we also uh did learned- you,
0: I, it, it, when you pronounce that it is lord of doubling
1: you're right it's doubling well one time i saw a 50 <laughs> cent interview and he was like it they were like how do you pronounce your name 50 or 50 and he was like if i ask you how many stars are on the flag and you say 50 stars call me Fifty Cent. if i ask you how many stars are on the flag and you say eh, it's probably like 50 stars up there Call me fifty cents.
0: Interesting, cent. I
1: like that. So then, I tend to not pronounce things with like because, like a i v e. I don't know. Anywho, it is written as d a, so you can say Lord of doubling, but <laughs> Thank I say you. doubling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to the story. Yes. Yeah, so then we see Roxy's on TV. We learn that they all went to Roxy Cyrus and Chris all went to third grade together. So they know her from back in the day, but they're not in touch anymore. Well,
0: as she makes the crushing comment. You look just like you did in third grade, <laughs> just like, like you did she's... back then. Right, exactly. Like, it's as every if she said. It <laughs> reminds me of my little brother. Like, <laughs> oh, that's rough. Ugh, that hurts. So, in in the contest, um, Cyrus submits a rap. Don't run away, mm-hmm. under the name, the stage name Truth, and with their rap, they had to submit a picture, and he has. The ridiculous idea of sending in a picture of him and his friend Chris,
1: and not labeling him? it or anything. Not
0: labeling it. But what's more, even more ridiculous, is that they see it, he wins, and they just assume that it's not him
1: because he's so <laughs> hideous, They've been saying, it. "They say, yeah, they just, just assume, absolutely." Like,
0: there's no way that they they call him Merkel at one point. <laughs> so mean to this very like very normal kid (laughs) a normal
1: like i mean so
0: he's the preacher's kid i guess which might yeah kind of you know his dad
1: is (laughs) everyone at this club seems like a lot of people know his dad is the preacher and no Mm -hmm. one snitched on him so his mom does know his
0: mom knows yeah um but so yeah so he submits it and then everyone thinks that it's chris so chris won blah 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 um Chris and... says and
1: Chris says oh like cuz it's weird they say truth and Chris is like my name's not truth it's the boss isn't it right so Chris
0: boss? actually thinks that he won as yeah. Chris he he doesn't think he that He says
1: I also submitted a rap
0: right Yeah um so then Chris you know starts kind of uh hanging out with um with Roxy a little bit more they do some performances together mm-hmm. they hang out um
1: Right. Chris says he's gonna tell Roxy the truth, but then she displays, she I guess flirts with him for two seconds and he decides, no, I have to be true. Oh, but Nothing. he is
0: a rapper. Ugh.
1: He is a rapper. Not My a good goodness. one to learn. He's good <laughs> at physically rapping, but he is not a song writer. He's, a, right. he's more of a show, he's a great dancer.
0: Yeah.
1: He dances yeah, later and he's a great dancer. Roxy performs at that club and her voice is clearly synthesized, which is fine. The perform, all of their performances in this, because synthesizer is so heavily used, are clearly dubbed later, which is how all musicals are done. Right. Except for like Les Mis, was like the only mm-hmm. one.
0: Yeah. And it was a big deal when it came out because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, but it it was weird with Roxy because they also talk about, uh, people criticize her because she is a synthesizer and she says like, oh, I'm scared to sing with my real voice. And then, but so I'm like, what did everyone think she was doing at the club? Did they know she was? But then, singing?
0: eventually, at the club, they have the rule where like no, no, no lip, lip syncing so, allowed. She must have, and been everyone just... does fine. So anyway, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Sorry, she so, has a beautiful voice. Cyrus is getting really into the club scene. Uh, which how? Because <laughs> he's supposed to be a 15 year old boy working at this club, um, where everyone oh, else yeah. is hanging out, who is presumably also 15. Um, yeah it's definitely like in all ages and it's like a hip-hop lights off smoke mm-hmm. machine club where everyone's rap playing. battles yeah where rap battles take place um and so he starts they they show him he gets to church late one sunday mm-hmm. and um and there's all of that kind of uh tension that's building yes. up in his life that it's it's not that different from jump in in that way uh, it's true where he's just you know he's not able to juggle all of the things um that that he's doing and so um eventually though i, I don't know if we're ready to skip to this part he invites his worlds to collide and he invites roxy to no, come we're not ready to skip to we're cover. not we're not there okay Lean well in. we just talk
1: about the studio at least they start recording the songs yeah. he is goes to the studio they say that he's um chris's engineer He goes to the studio, they're recording. In the studio, there are several times where, like, he's recording in the shadows. Roxy thinks that he's Chris recording. At one point, Chris, he's speaking into the headphones in Chris's ears and tells Chris what to say. Chris, Mm -hmm. as we learn, is kind of a goober. Yeah. She, she at one point, is like, do you want to go to this art exhibit? And he says, I really can't miss this America's Funniest Home Video Marathon that's on tonight. Ridiculous. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) it's... He's just not the like a um, great cultured songwriter that she is into. Like, right. right? She says, "Oh, I love the Beatles," and he says, "I love the Beatles too." And she says, "What's your favorite album?" And Chris says, "The the greatest hits album." <laughs> and luckily, she just thought that was charming. <laughs> <laughs> She's fifteen. Uh, sometimes it helps <laughs> that you're both teenager. Right. And yes, but we do see he's going to the studio. They're doing that, and then he doesn't. They, she's at the club, he's at the club to work, and he tells Cyrus, he talks to his boss at the club, Levi's, I think his name, and Levi says, That's really uncool, what Chris is doing. Anywho, and so then um Cyrus is standing there rapping, he's like practicing his rap on the club mm-hmm. stage. And she shows up and she's like, oh, I was supposed to meet Chris for dinner. She's like, why are you rapping? And he's like, I was just lip syncing Chris's raps because I love him so much. (laughs) And again, she's 15. So she goes, oh, okay. You're a really great lip syncer. And then she's like, Chris stood me up for dinner. Again, Chris, if you really like this girl, show up.
0: Probably, yeah. yeah and then cyrus is like well i haven't eaten
1: (laughs) right so they have like lovely conversation they talk about music and they talk about how they both love opera do you like opera they also talk about how they both love basically all music
0: do you like opera
1: i love opera i love just the theater i love performances so i would love opera
0: i have attended two operas (laughs) what i liked about one of them was that Mm -hmm. after the second act they gave us pasta that was in rome
1: wow that sounds awesome to
0: me la traviata
1: oh i've seen la traviata yeah anything- the, the
0: problem was that like in a lot of operas there's a little screen above the stage that like mm-hmm. says what they're oh, but saying you in english
1: already in italy
0: i was in italy <laughs> but, but to be fair um like one of our RAs came with us who spoke italian fluently mm-hmm. and she said she had a hard time understanding because like you can't really understand they're the way they're singing you can't really yeah. hear them the words at least um, true. yeah but they gave us pasta after the second act which oh, that
1: was sounds awesome
0: pretty fire i still remember what type of pasta it was pasta alla arrabbiata which is a little bit spicy oh i love pasta. arrabbiata means angry um, which is so not about... super relevant
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the italian lesson though <laughs> um, i'm working on feelings with my 3 year old so <laughs> We have some like cards, and we talk about does he look right? I'll tell him that we have a we have a mad an angry card, and we talk about like what why does the guy on the card look angry and things like that. Working on our feelings. I
0: love
1: it, Um, but that's good because he'll look at me. He'll be like, "Mom, I'm sad," (laughs) 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 but he's not crying. He's just he's very clear.
0: I mean, um, I'm working on it in therapy too, so. so.
1: yeah, so I thought I'd start when we were when he was three because good. I feel like a lot of people talk about
0: at 28. Uh, like I'm trying to learn what feelings right, are. And, exactly, you
1: know. especially with boys. Traditionally, we don't sure. talk about feelings with them and learning. So I would like. I think it's good. So we're we got these cute feeling flashcards and we're working on it. Anywho, back to the story. So that's when he he says you should come to church sometime. Like she remembers his parents. That's what makes the next scene so sad. She's like, oh, it'd be great to see your parents.
0: And then she shows up at church. She sings, doesn't really rap. She just sings it's, a song.
1: No, <laughs> and it's not auto. It's it gives her the confidence to sing with her own voice because it's not yeah. auto-tuned. It's not synthesized. Her voice is beautiful. Yeah, it's just like a song. It's not particularly religious or but it's not inappropriate. And the cho- the choirs, Hallie Bailey's in the background, yeah. and Chloe Bailey, and they're great. The dad is just standing there. He's clapping. Because everyone else is clapping, but they—he was clearly directed to just happy. stand there and look so mad.
0: And then his whole sermon is about hip hop, hypocrisy, hip hop, hip hop, hypocrisy. <laughs> it's hypocrisy, but with hip hop in it. Yeah, Every, everyone thought that was hilarious. <laughs> While she's but sitting she's there sitting in the there. audience,
1: crying, and he's talking next to about his how wife. it's
0: how it's taking the children away because they're too tired after being in the club all night the 15 year old club <laughs> and yeah so she just like is kind of crushed um and
1: he says and his whole ser- I mean, he never goes he does have a change of part later but his sermon is like oh how can you go to the club and then come to church how can you rap and then come to church like you can't that's hypocritical to do both things but my opinion is that just that he's i was just sitting there like this is why people don't go to church because like the whole point really should be that everyone can go
0: right i have strong opinions about church music i don't think rap belongs in church um because i don't know I, i could go on forever about it but i don't think that if you listen to rap, you can't go to church. <laughs> you Agreed. know? Yeah. It's just like, I mean, there's lots of things. I don't think that we should um, you know, pass around a charcuterie tray at church, but like I love a good charcuterie board. Right. You know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so it is really interesting. And I think Cyrus feels really bad for introducing um Roxy into this environment that he had just kind of gotten used to, you know, and mm-hmm. and he was just like, you know, you're a good singer, I'm in charge of the choir, you should come sing, not thinking. How much his father really was just like a caricature of a Southern Baptist preacher.
1: Would be so mean to a 15-year-old girl who came who's sitting there who was invited by his son sitting with his wife. It just made me really it was really really sad. I, I would
0: have seen. been so uncomfortable sitting in that congregation. And no and one you, else
1: you, in you, the congregation looks uncomfortable. I mean I realize that they're actors, but yeah. they're all like, yeah, yeah. he's Heck so yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and I I don't know. You know, it's it's a whole phrase that you're preached in the choir or whatever but like just this idea of like you're talking about the people who aren't there you know right <laughs> like how does that help the people who are there
1: and as we've said this is not he loves to just talk about hip-hop with like find something else babe <laughs>
0: right like this is just it's a
1: whole other world of things his, to preach about
0: thing. anywho yeah.
1: after church we go home and mom yells at him which i thought was great i was worried when this next scene started that mom was gonna be like you you know great sermon today yeah way to show him. right but she was she said that you have to go apologize you're sleeping on the couch and i don't appreciate what you did to that little girl and he says i'll look like a hypocrite like i look like a hypocrite in my church if i don't call her out it makes me look bad and she says you look bad that (laughs) looks bad (laughs) I was like, fair point.
0: It did. It really did.
1: Like, you you didn't have to call her out, which is also (laughs) true. So the next morning, the problem is the next morning we're filming a music video with Truth, aka Chris currently. Cyrus is going to be attending and Mm -hmm. Roxy. Well, so Cyrus leaves early, says he had to go work on something with the choir. Mm -hmm. And the mom says, hey, Roxy's filming a music video today. You should go and apologize. And here's some dramatic irony because we know Cyrus will be there.
0: He <laughs> was planning to sneak away anyway.
1: So, dad shows up and he does apologize to Roxy. I felt like his apology wasn't good enough and I also felt like Mm-mm. she forgave him very quickly. Yeah. Um, he says oh, yeah. like, I shouldn't have said that then. And I'm like, okay. And she says, it's okay. And I'm like, Roxy, it's okay to be hurt.
0: Yeah. I mean, if an adult apologizes to you, you're not going to be like, yeah, you really shouldn't have done that. I mean, Mm-mm. yeah, if
1: someone did that to me today, I would also be like, it's okay. Then I would cry later.
0: <laughs> this is what I paid my therapist for. Because <laughs> <Right,
1: okay.
0: laughs> I don't have the guts to say what I want to. Anyway. anyway. Uh, <laughs> so so there they are. Um, and I don't know. What comes next? I don't know where you want to well, go. Well,
1: dad sees Cyrus. Right, And here's the quote of what he says to Cyrus for being at the hip-hop music video. Shoot. Not even being in it and not rapping in it. He just says, like, I'm here He's to help
0: Chris. present.
1: He says, do you know how this makes me look? Which is shows that he doesn't actually care what Cyrus is doing. He cares how what Cyrus is currently doing reflects upon him. Right. Which really hurt me. I would care more if he was, like, Think about like your the hellfire and your eternal. So I would at least
0: believe it. It's a big thing for preachers' kids though. I mean, even my cousin's not a preacher's kid, but his dad is like a deacon in their Baptist Mm -hmm. church. And it's the same thing. Like, you know, like, do you know what people think of us? And like yeah, it's so hard. It stinks. Yeah, um, it just
1: made me sad for him to hear that. And he's like, Dad, I'm sorry. Well, and
0: it's just this, like, very, like, random moral line that they draw. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, why, why rap? Like, rap because it's associated with gangsters? Like, rap because that type of music stimulates the same part of your brain as porn? Rap because you don't want me to have tattoos? Like, like, what, what is so wrong? with rap it's a
1: great it's a great question but i guess because we can't go into in this decom, we can't go into like drug use and illegal activity and things like that or like a lot of things that people rap about is very inappropriate i mean look at any mickey minaj rap um
0: right but so and this i watched the netflix series uh the the history of hip-hop and this is where you get the east coast versus west coast rap and that they're very they're very different and i don't know where atlanta fits into that schema i mean obviously atlanta's on the east coast but normally when you think east coast you're thinking like harlem uh like brooklyn brooklyn was really big um and so i don't know where atlanta fits in that but like east coast rap was really not super gangster you know um Mm -hmm. Like it was West Coast where you got NWA. Right. It yeah, was West Coast, Dogs West Coast, straight out of Compton. Was, yeah, you know all of that was West Coast. So, uh, it was just very, very different from the East Coast New York rap, which was more just like fun, like it, like what's in this movie, you know, where really they're just having fun they're just talking fast you know (laughs) they're talking fast to a beat like that's all they are
1: and they're just they're insulting each other in the rap battles but that's how rap battles tend to go and it's goofy
0: as all get out yeah it's it's
1: (laughs) goofy insults yeah um it's like the right like chris goes by the boss and lord the bling cells tells him like oh you you should fire yourself because you're your own employee, like, because you're not really a boss, like, things like that. Like, yeah. it's just, like, fun. No, little... and,
0: and towards the end, like, one of the the sayings, he's like, I don't know, you're like a ranch without cattle. You're like a duck that can't waddle.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, no. he just keeps rhyming things.
0: <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but he, he just keeps going, and, like, that's what's, like, West Coast rap was okay you're you're singing about the things that no one's talking about basically you know with drugs and poverty and police brutality like it was yes. real it was like real 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 and then east coast was just like how many words can i rhyme with rattle
1: <laughs> right you know? and like, like, <laughs> will, like will smith is from philly and he was right. he became a rapper and he was very known for like his rap was family friendly
0: Right, so, yeah. That's, like,
1: how he got, like, to Fresh Prince and things like that. Um, But, yeah, like, we right. just said, like, Snoop Dogg from Compton, and he was
0: really right. criticized,
1: like, he had a whole murder trial, and basically, like, the mm-hmm. he was acquitted, but a big part of it was that they were like, well, look at his rap, like,
0: look what he's rapping about. Right, he's rapping about having a gun, so he must have a gun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of being like, well, everyone thinks I have a gun anyway, so I don't want to have right. a gun. So, yeah, so, again, um, like, I I, I think it's just... It's, it's interesting having that knowledge about the history and the development of rap yeah. and then to see this in like a family friendly, like I think it's probably intentional that it took place in Atlanta and not mm-hmm. say, you know, LA. So um, yeah. So anyway, so uh, he's, he's grounded his dad because of the way that it makes him look. And he says, you're going to have to put in a lot of long hours with the choir. Which is what started the whole problem. He in the was first doing
1: place. that already. He was doing great with the. <laughs> he put in extra work. Wrote them a beautiful little rap that they did in like with church. choreography. Yes, they were. They were dancing.
0: <laughs> they it had coordinated beautiful. outfits. <laughs>
1: they did underneath their robes. They were all having a great time.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of his punishment. And then his his dad comes around later. Did you talk to his mom? Is that what happened? Was there a conversation?
1: Yeah, because
0: what we saw? so what happens after the um So he says I work
1: at this club, I'm a bus boy, because the, the music video is filming at the club. He comes mm-hmm. home and his he says to his dad, I'm a songwriter. Some mm-hmm. of the songs are rap. Read the songs. And his dad right. says, No, I have no interest in any rap music whatsoever. Right. And then he Cyrus goes inside and the mom says to the dad, Your son is sharing a part of himself with mm-hmm. you. And you're telling him no
0: yeah that was so real
1: that was so real and such a thing like that's how it feels in a lot of these movies that's like a very unspoken thing and she said it and that's a lot of uh, unspoken thing in a lot of people's life like I'll never forget I read a tweet once by a (laughs) I can't remember who this man was I don't remember a lot about it but it blew up online because he was like oh my son I have to hang out at this robotics conference all day because like my son is in this robotics competition like why couldn't he just play sports and everyone was like, how do you know, like my brother, play, do you know how many sports things I went to for my siblings? I'm the mm-hmm. youngest. And slash my brother played chess. And then chess was the worst because parents would cheat with their kids. So you weren't even allowed to watch the chess matches. We had to sit in the hallway. The That's whole how night.
0: science Olympiad was.
1: Yeah. Cause parents would like, why don't cheat parents? What do you gain pa- from okay. being a 12 year old?
0: One of the science Olympiad things, was just like a test, like you just sat down and you just like mm-hmm. took the test. And, like, parents were, like, looking in the little window. <laughs> like, like, you're watching your kid take a test.
1: <laughs> right? Like,
0: anyway. I'm so, sorry. You were making but a But it's, like,
1: <laughs> I was just saying, it's so, I, I didn't care about any of this stuff. And neither mm-hmm. did. I mean, and but I cared because it was my brother. And even more so, my parents cared because it was their son. And mm. so it was just, like, if your son loves robotics, go to the robotics thing and just love it because your son right. loves it. And if you don't love it, lie to your son and don't tweet about it. Like, I just can't, like, I love my son so much, and he did a little soccer thing Mm -hmm. a couple months ago, and he had a great time, and I have no interest in soccer whatsoever. I couldn't even tell you how many people are on each team. Mm -hmm. And, but I love sitting there and watching him do it because he's my son.
0: Right. Yeah. And and I I think that that's that's the character development that we eventually see in, um, like, we saw it definitely in Jump In. Um, We see it a little with mr bolton in high school musical um but this idea that when kids do something different from what they're expected to do that uh like the parent has to learn to i I think exactly what you're saying that the parent has to you know there's a little bit of a grieving process of letting go of what they thought that their kids were Mm -hmm. gonna do you know this dad has to let go of the fact that he thought his son would become a preacher and take over the church just like he did. So there's a grieving process in letting that go and then welcoming like this new um image of your child. Mm-hmm. And there and is... I I do think that that's that's just human, you know, to have yeah. to go through that, but it does it's it's really hard to watch it over and over and over again um as as we see I think in so many Disney movies.
1: It's true. You have to love there is a like a grieving for the child. You wanted and what you envisioned Mm -hmm. for your children and like the child you get and for some people it starts with like gender disappointment i personally didn't feel that i couldn't have cared less either time to be honest what the child was gender wise Mm -hmm. but there is a grieving of like the child you envisioned in your kids and then the child you have especially with like we see with uh troy bolton or other things like that like a child that could have like you've got the talent to have what i want right that
0: you're not taking yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I saw it in my own family uh, for, uh, I, I think everyone that listens to this podcast knows us. But <laughs> <laughs> right out of college, I entered a convent to become a nun. And I remember talking to my dad and he was like, it's not that I'm not happy for you, but this is just so different from what I imagined your life looking like. Um, and and like, we would joke about it. Like um, the religious order that I was in, we got $20 spending money a month. And mm-hmm. my dad would be like, I kind of thought that, you know, when I paid for your college, you would make more than $20 a month, <laughs> yeah. you know, but then it extended to, you know, th- that was part of it, you know, that my dad wanted me to have, you know, financial mm-hmm. success and and all of that. And then there was a the big piece of getting married and having kids and like, you know, all of that. So I think it's, it's not uncommon, Um, even though we see some of these drastic examples in DCOMs. Um, you know, I, I think that's just a part of every parent's journey so
1: it's true and and unfortunately it's a part of a lot of kids journeys as well because parents don't always handle it as well Absolutely. so but that is the big turning point for the dad he we see him later accepted, yeah, he decides so.
0: he he wants to read read the lyrics and he's impressed by what he reads mm-hmm. you know and he says you know you have these strong themes of sacrifice and loyalty and you know all of these virtues that I mean, they're not ex- exclusively Christian, but they are Christian virtues. Um, you know, that and that's he where sees he learned it because his
1: father is clearly a Christian preacher, right?
0: Right, and so that's his his worldview. And so, yeah, you know, his dad's saying it's interesting because his his dad's not saying that he he likes the rap. He's not saying you're a talented rapper. He's saying basically, I like your poetry, right? Mm-hmm. Which which is interesting then. Um, you know 20 minutes later or so we see his dad like cheering him on in a rap battle yes. like, it's, just, it's very different it was a big change <laughs> yeah he like he, he schools uh, Lord of the Bling and it his made, dad's me like wanted, oh
1: yeah it made me be like mm, was dad listening to rap the whole time in his three piece suit. <laughs> suit yeah he's never not in a suit except when he's in his jammies <laughs> um uh, yeah so now we see we learn lord of the bling is a cab driver cyrus like sees him quickly driving a cab which is like what did we think he was but anywho well we it's that just like it seems wrap-up. like
0: and and i see this um i see this on social media a lot i think where like he gives the impression that he he's a good enough rapper to live off of it true you know, um it's funny. I, I was uh so message uh, We there. are not
1: good enough podcasters to live off of it. <laughs>
0: no <laughs> sponsor. We we lose money doing
1: this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have sponsors. I was gonna talk about cause they say this little they sing this little light of mine at the end, Yay. my son has a toy yeah. that because that's clearly a christian song but um yeah. i think almost everyone knows it because sure. like my son has a secular toy that sings a lot of songs and that sings it but i will not say the name of the toy because i will not give them free ads we're, we're holding on to it <laughs> we're holding out for sponsorship
0: <laughs> yeah so but it's a someone sent me something on on twitter and it was someone i had like interacted with enough but not enough for them mm-hmm. to like really know my personal life and um they asked me about what what I was working on and I was like oh I'm a writer and so I was like oh like I'm working on this book like I do book reviews I do all this they're like that's amazing is that your job like no No. (laughs) that's that's what I do on Friday nights (laughs) right (laughs) um so yeah like I don't know being an artist does not uh does not pay well (laughs)
1: Okay, so the Atlanta rap scene started blowing up in the 90s and early 2000s. So, when the East West Coast thing was really happening, it wasn't such a big thing. Also, Atlanta is really a mingling spot of both because it has several HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities. So, we were getting young men and women from all over the country who were influenced by these other styles of rap, including like the crunk style of memphis um etc that mm-hmm. middle of the country more area and yeah. so that is what really helped pop off so to speak the rap
0: in the That's south interesting.
1: soldier you. boy Tellum is from atlanta
0: ah see and he is a little bit of that he comes across a little bit gangster but but as
1: someone who's from the south though so i i really always felt like soldier boy was so it just felt so southern but I can't really? describe it.
0: That's interesting. That.
1: Yeah, I can tell like, in yeah. New, Orleans... New Orleans has bounce music, which do you know bounce okay. music? No, I don't. Oh, do you know Big Frida? No. Okay, I don't know how to have this conversation. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, they come to the performance where uh, lip syncing is not allowed. So yes. basically Chris is like, what am I going to do? Um, the boys
1: up... do get into a fight where yeah. Cyrus says you have to tell her the truth. I'm going to tell her the truth. And Chris is like, I don't want to tell her the truth. And then, but then, then two so, scenes later, so they make up.
0: Yeah, so basically, Roxy has this song with Truth, which, if you will remember, is what Chris was pretending was his stage name, but is actually Cyrus. And so, when it comes to the point for Truth's lyrics for for him to enter the song, Cyrus is the one that actually comes out on stage, and Roxy is betrayed to her core. Uh, which like, i understand
1: and the, they sing the song back and forth they're both freestyling through this performance mm-hmm. clearly he is saying like it was me the whole time i've been i was just t- giving him the words and she's clearly upset it's not fair to her to do that on in front stage. of a whole audience yeah, on stage no. and she just decided to sing with her own voice during this no synthesizer and no
0: crazy outfit no like, crazy no, outfit yeah. which is
1: part of her like gimmick so she's out here being like i'm my true self for the first time performing and you're going to betray me like this, she's understandably it's, upset. But
0: it's interesting because it could have gone either way. It could have mm-hmm. been. And I think that that's, again, it's one of these things that like it just didn't feel like a decom. because if it was a decom, he would have come out. She would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad it was you. It was you I liked all along. We had this deep connection. You know, we both like yeah. opera, whatever. But it wasn't. Like it was very raw and real. And she was like, this was not what I was expecting. You blindsided me. This was not okay.
1: Yeah, the, she runs off. She sings the, enough that the, well, she does run off stage, I think, a little before the performance was supposed to end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, She goes to her room. The boys confront her. She slaps him, which I did not approve of. Um, violence is not the answer. Kids. True. And, Again, not like the decon. Right. She's very upset. She tells him she's not okay with it. And then they say, you know, oh, Roxy, you're supposed to present the trophy to the winner. And she says, like, have him do it. So yep. that's when Truth, as Cyrus, goes out. He does present the trophy. Lord of the Bling is mean to him. It says, oh, the busboy's giving me my trophy.
0: It's like, shine and, my
1: trophy. And he still then... says congratulations, but then rap
0: rap battle. battle. <laughs> rap and this is when he battle. rhymes
1: everything with battle and waddle. and sa- Yeah, you're a horse without a saddle and a field without cattle. I'm going to win this rap battle. That's kind of the...
0: Yeah, that's right. it's how it all goes, but he kind of yeah ha- he has a low blow, where he's like you pretend like you have all this money and you mm-hmm. don't. Yes, and that's just kind of like uh, feels yucky. Feels it yucky to feel bring yucky. that up.
1: They also have, but the guy, it, it's its tough because rap battles are kind of, you make fun. I They're had mean. trouble with this too. They're mean the whole time. You do make and fun his, of each other. And his
0: pastor dad is like, oh.
1: oh. But yeah, we'll he is it. saying <laughs> you drive a cab for a living. I don't remember which one of them said some very sexist comments. Like, oh, you should wear, Lord of the Bling says you should wear high heels and stuff. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't love it. I don't love it. Considering, did we pass the Bechdel test? I don't think so.
0: No, we didn't. We we so. didn't even have a converse. No. Yes, we did. Because we had Roxy and Oh, and her
1: assist her handler is it her
0: mom? Nope. M- manager. 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 Yeah, that they talked about her look and stuff. So yeah, we that's did. That's true.
1: So we did pass the Bechdel test. But still, Roxy doesn't have like a friend, I don't know. We, let's not tell men to wear high heels L- yeah. as an insult.
0: Sure. Yeah. So fair. uh it's very intense that rap battle um you know and, and Laura of the bling he you can tell he kind of he uh he ends up giving it up and mm. cyrus gets the trophy
1: truth wins
0: truth wins then oh, i love the closing scene are we ready to move on to the closing scene
1: yeah it's, the closing scene was really good
0: yeah it was like okay so in the closing scene roxy and cyrus perform an original song let it shine That has, you know, obviously this little light of mine is kind of in the background. There's some great choreography Mm -hmm. going on. And it is this really great I like, I don't know, they didn't say it explicitly because it's a decon. But this great thing that like lesson I think for Christians in general, or anybody, but this idea that like God gave him a talent, you know, and like God would use that for his purpose you know Mm -hmm. that's just again it's not explicitly said but that's right that that's the ending you know is this idea that like you've been given a light and don't put it under a bushel basket
1: yeah i liked the ending i liked that the implication was that he's still doing the stuff for church because he likes doing Mm -hmm. the stuff for church but he the implication is that he's still doing the rap battles but it's not the the only thing he does Right. yeah, he, he didn't have to pick one or the other. He won. He got everything. Well, and Chris and I did apologize prayed. to him. His you friend know, did say, like, I feel, you know, I've been super guilty about lying, but I've just been going with it. Like, I don't, right. like, I'm kind of glad this is all over.
0: Yeah. I it, I and I mean, good. the rap scene needs lots of virtuous people too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Just get away from this idea that, you know, you have to be in church all the time and to, mm-hmm. to be a good Christian. I oh, don't know. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I was I a fan. Not, it did
1: not feel like a decom. It definitely it did, it did not feel nostalgic. It
0: was a little bit long. Uh, it was most an of our hour
1: and forty three minutes.
0: Yeah, most of our decoms come at an hour thirty or less. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it was a little bit longer too. Uh, so I guess that means when it plays on Disney, it's over two hours long, right?
1: It must be interesting. Can only stop for fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah. All right. So, do we have any passion for fashion?
1: I mean, Cyrus is dressed like a normal person. Chris is always wearing hats, lopsided fedoras. Fedoras, and then at the end when Cyrus is going to be truth, then Cyrus puts on a lopsided hat, and it's like you didn't have to bring that with you. You could (laughs) have just gone out in your little sweater. He wears a lot of little sweaters. Um, and then they dress Roxy. They honestly dress Roxy core. Uh Roxy is like 5'10 so she's so tall mm-hmm. and she's in ballet flats the entire time cuz yeah. she where there is <laughs> one point they give her these the guys.
0: ridiculous boots they do that are, like shiny and
1: she's like i'm going to break Aww. my neck and they're like that's okay you can wear it <laughs>
0: <laughs> not going to help the neck Um, Um, yeah they dress
1: her her poorly the whole time although at one point she's wearing like a crop top but with a very long fitted tank underneath and this came out in 2012 and i would wear that in 2012 because it wasn't really like because low-rise jeans were very in which i don't wear low-rise jeans anymore and um, the gen Z girlies do but not me and it did not
0: need to come back
1: it didn't keep them keep them away it's uncomfortable
0: for everybody
1: Mm -hmm. especially i've given i've had two children now that's not fair so anyway when,
0: when i would okay. wear low-rise no i'm not over it when i would wear low-rise <laughs> jeans i just always felt like they were falling down
1: because nothing my hips aren't keeping them up exactly and, and belts were not useful belts were not in
0: for low-rise jeans you have to have the exact right size it's so tough Ugh such a mess okay so that's
1: why we were wearing long tanks under our crop tops otherwise i was showing like eight inches of skin right There wasn't and then there was a very brief period of time in like 2013 when crop tops without anything underneath and low rise were in i All remember was a that of time. and i was 18 that was our freshman
0: like, year of college
1: i know because i wore it a lot and I know it was and i had the perfect body. i mean i looked great i was so little i mean i'm still very that's not the perfect body oh i just i was talking about fat talk last time let me say i read it it was really good. <laughs> I gave it a five-star review and gushed about it. And then I read a bunch of other reviews and then I was like, oh, I don't know if it's as good as like, I thought it was. I did
0: not think critically about this.
1: <laughs> but I would say it's a really good book to read still if you're a parent or just if you are a human in a body because it's, even if you don't like what she says, talking about bodies and wellness are so important. It's just good to have that conversation and good to accept that like, thin is not always gonna happen for everybody and it's all not it's, it's not necessarily healthier and things like that. Um I also really hated on ballet co- outfits for little girls last time. And like, I will say I do dress my daughter like a Disney princess, which is also very like thin. So I'm not perfect either. I was reflecting on that and I was like, I really should, I should throw myself under the bus a little bit there. Where did I start We with still this? love oh, you. Crop tops. But yeah, so I can't wear that anymore. The Gen Z girlies who do wear that now, crop tops and low rise. I'm so happy for you. I was there once. I do regret it looking at those photos and I hope you do too someday.
0: Amen. 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 Uh, (laughs) All right. Nostalgia factor. Nothing. None. Uh, She had a
1: non-smartphone. Roxy had a non-no smartphones. Roxy had just like a a, one of those ones that slid. Did you ever have a phone that slid?
0: Uh, I did, but in twenty twelve, everyone had
1: smartphones. So not Roxy, even though she was a big hip hop artist in Atlanta. Yeah. No, there was no nostalgia here for me. I wasn't a rapper in high school, so I don't remember going to the studio. (laughs)
0: disney wand ids
1: this is tough it was slow and it didn't really feel like a decom but i really liked the message and then the music was weird because the dubbing felt weird i don't know how to describe it other than the dubbing felt weird
0: and what they called rap didn't always feel like rap Um, roxy
1: never really raps
0: right yeah all right give it a number though we need a number
1: Um, i'm gonna give it seven and a
0: half all right i was gonna give it an eight So we're pretty close. We're in the
1: same we're in the same region. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I could see uh turning it on someday.
0: Jump in was better.
1: Jump in. Oh, jump in. Yeah. Jump in I would watch tomorrow.
0: This didn't have the same energy as jump in. And it could have. It could have had the same energy. Um but it didn't. So
1: I think um the actor who played Cyrus, whose name I said earlier and I already forgot, just is he's a great actor. I think he's a serious guy. Fair enough. I think he's a serious guy. Yeah, because even,
0: a... even on Abbott Elementary, he plays like the serious a character. Serious
1: guy. He's just not as fun as A Barrel of Monkeys, like I think Corbin mm-hmm. Blue is. Which, it's not bad. No, we have really serious actors. You don't have to be as fun as A roles? Barrel of Monkeys. I'm not very fun. My high school nickname, my college nickname was Kelsey No Fun Bowman. So.
0: Amazing. My nickname in high school was Cheese Wiz. So... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any any last last thoughts? Any last comments?
1: No, I said all my comments.
0: Okay. Uh, this was not on time, my. Though. This was not on my radar at all when it came out. I texted my little sister, who was eight years younger than me. She also never watched it, so I'm not quite sure what happened when it came out. But
1: I've yeah, i would never heard of it, and I mean, I have heard great cover art though. Out great right cover. Yeah, super fun and it's a good it's a good movie and star like we said star-studded cast.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, this is the last movie in our Black History Month series, which has been fun. <laughs> and we if you will remember, we started with The Color of Friendship, which was uh it it wasn't it was good. <laughs> <laughs> also, didn't it, feel was any a movie. <laughs> it was a movie <laughs> and we watched it <laughs> and we watched it and a lot of things happened um yeah so so that was great now we're, we're moving we're, into march we're moving into march women's history month uh we're gonna take a little bit of a break not a break but we're gonna not do a women's uh movie for saint patrick's day right. but what are we watching next week kelsey
1: xenon girl of the 21st century it's
0: about
1: time i'm so i i'm ready
0: Uh, i need to not start talking about it now so next week we will uh be going into space for xenon girl of the 21st century and if you want to connect with us before then you can go to orgodecom.substack.com You can listen to our back episodes where now we're accumulating quite a little back library Mm -hmm. uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I think that's about it. Yep. So I'm Cece Ciccone. I'm Kelsey Bowman. This has been Go Bigger Go Decom.